Blog Talk Radio. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. The question is, what are you willing to stand for? That question is going to follow you throughout your life. And here's how you answer it. You put your honor where your mouth is. Put your honor where your mouth is. When you give your word, keep it. Show up. Do the work. Get your hands dirty. And then you'll begin to draw strength from the understanding, the true knowing that history is still being written. You're writing it every day. The will still in spin, and what you do or what you don't do will be a part of it. You build a legacy, not from one thing, but from everything. You have no idea what your legacy will be, because your legacy is every life you touch. Pick a problem, any problem. And do something about it. Because to somebody who's hurting, something is everything. If you can just capture the humanity of the people, of the stories that you're telling, you then get that much closer to your own humanity. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. You know, there's 7 billion people on the planet right now. And here you are. You can use your gifts to illuminate the darkness in our world. Eat a good breakfast. It, it really pays off. Pay your bills on time. Recycle. Make your bed. Aim high. Say thank you to people and actually really mean it. Ask for help when you need it. And put your phone away at the dinner table. Be nice to little kids. Be nice to your elders. Be nice to animals. And know that it's better to be interested than interesting. If you're fighting with someone you really love, for God's sakes, find your way back to them. Because life is short even on our longest days. Your job is not always going to fulfill you. There will be some days that you just might be bored. Other days, you may not feel like going to work at all. Go anyway. And remember that your job is not who you are. It's just what you're doing on the way to who you will become. Look for the lessons because the lessons are always there. And the number one lesson I could offer you where your work is concerned is this. Become so skilled, so vigilant, so flat out fantastic at what you do that your talent cannot be dismissed. Stop comparing yourself to other people. You're only on this planet to be you, 
not someone else's imitation of you. Your life journey is about learning to become more of who you are and fulfilling the highest, truest expression of yourself as a human being. That's why you're here. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Teak. I am going to be co-hosting with Offset. I'll be doing the first half of the show, and she will come on and do the second half. We're going to do a uh, a three-hour show today. Okay, so I I played this clip uh, when Offset let me take over for a month of her show because the clip is so powerful to me. It's so inspired to me. I love listening listening to it in the morning. You know, it's just daily reminders to me, you know, to state of mind of just accepting what comes and also remembering who I am and what I'm focused on. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be trials, and there's going to be tribulations. But my goal, what I'm working towards is what what what's important to me, my agenda in life. The things that I want to accomplish is my main focus. So no matter what I go through or no matter what I deal with, I'm never unfocused. So I love saying that clip because it's so true, it's so powerful. I love the end when she says to be kind to others. And I'm going to talk about that throughout the show because to me, I feel like being kind is one of the most important things that we can do, we, we can, energies that we can put out towards one another. So today I've seen this clip. I'm not this clip, I'm sorry, this post on Facebook. And I don't like really using posts on Facebook because I feel like fa- Facebook enforces some of the worst stereotypes that the means stuff that they show. But this post, it says, it was uh, six things that mentally strong people do. And I was reading the list, and I, I couldn't agree with them more. And I was like, I'm going to talk about these things. I feel like both, all of these are important for, for people to to understand. And because it is a practice, you know what I mean? No one's perfect. No one does it right the first time. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall. But you know what? I want I want you to keep in mind who you are and what you're working towards. And when she says in the clip, if you're fighting with someone, find your way back to each other. I think that's important, too. Sometimes, you know, some things are so small. We get so upset because of what we're doing on the inside, you know what I mean? And if you have someone who's worth it, I'm speaking only to someone who you know is worth it. You know, I, I asked you if, if whoever this is for to find your way back to them. Life is short. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is move on. Don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. We all make mistakes by putting our trust into people who have let us down multiple times before and we have to apologize to ourselves. You ever been in a situation where you feel like you knew better? You knew better and you did know better because, like I said, the person has probably let you down multiple times before. The situation has let you down multiple times before. And you still, with some type of hope, benefit of doubt, did it again. And you have to apologize to yourself. You feel, you're, and that's, you know, you feel sorry for yourself. You have to apologize. Don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. We start to feel sorry, beating ourselves up. If there's a situation that ended and you, and you feel completely drained, you feel like you put your all of your effort into it, and, and still you feel like you ended up like a fool. Stop it. It is a complete waste of your time to spend numerous 
amount of time and energy dwelling and overanalyzing a situation that you clearly need to move on from. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Stop, you know, convincing yourself that there's something so wrong with you that situation didn't happen. Move on. Put your energy into new experiences. Make positive changes in your life and in your character. Work out. Eat right. You know what I mean? Put yourself into better positions and places with people um, that are more positive, that yield more positive results. Number one, also no one owes you anything. I know it hurts because you feel like someone owes you what you gave them, but that is completely not true, and that's the hard realization for some of us to come to grips with. We've all been in a situation where we felt like we were this person to someone, this great person, this kind, this understanding, this patient, and we compromised, and yet we didn't get that in return. We still ended up feeling powerless, weak, vulnerable. No one owes you anything, and that's and that's something that I really want people to understand. When you you put out something, you have to put it out because that's who you are. But if you're expecting someone in, I'm sorry, something, and return your attention, aren't even good. That is selfish. That is selfish intent. No one owes you anything. You have to accept that. Accept that people are going to disappoint you. Accept that people are going to aren't going to come through for you. Don't put so much of your happiness into external sources. And I, I, I myself had to, to learn that, and I think that is so powerful. You are, you have so much power over who you are and how you feel. Be smart, be wise. If people will show you exactly who they are, believe them. Believe them. Don't take it personal. Don't personalize it. Don't internalize it. Don't feel sorry for yourself by assuming there's something wrong with you, that this person is acting straight towards you and you devalue yourself. You look in the mirror, question yourself, and look in the mirror, question in, in yourself, adding these unrealistic, untrue flaws that didn't exist before until until this situation. Sorry. Anyway. So don't waste time feeling sorry for this stuff. Move on. That is something that I had to learn as I as I grew and got older. I always felt like, and this is when I actually learned this because um, I go to UMKC in Kansas City. I'm currently in Kansas City, by the way. If you listen to Kansas City, shout out. Um, and my philosophy class, um, Intent. It was talking about virtue and intent. If you are doing something out of the goodness of your heart, it should be just that. And I, I, I haven't done it. I always felt like, well, if I do this, I'm going to get this in return for someone. I didn't realize how that state of mind was was failing me. You're doing so much and so much for other people, and I feel like if I keep doing this, then I'm going to get this in return. That's never, and it never happened. And I kept getting disappointed and disappointed. I didn't understand why. I'm like, well, if I'm doing this, why aren't they doing this? Because I don't have control over them. They are external sources outside of me who I have no control over. I don't wake up with them. I'm not in their hair. I don't do a, deal with what they deal with. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying don't help people. Absolutely. I think it's important that we help people and, and we're there for people and we're kind to people. But don't let yourself be made a fool of and don't let yourself be used. And then and you turn around and do it again after you have this already, this all, already have this information. At that point, then it's your fault. At that point, at that point, you accepted that that is a choice, and you can't get mad at nobody. 
don't spend time, you know, going over and trying to fix, move on. It's going to be okay. It's always going to be okay. And that's one thing that has always been true, that at times in certain situations I couldn't see because, you know, at the time when it was happening, that it was going to be okay, but it's going to be okay. And that's something that we know is true. Stay focused on your goal and, and your agenda, your objective, whatever you're focused and, and working towards, stay focused on that. And focus on the people around you. Sometimes we, we actually neglect the people around us who actually do support us and do love us for the people who aren't. We're so focused on them not, you know, being to us what we want to be to them, that one person. And, and I think that is crazy. And I and I'm I, and I can say this because I used to be that way, you know, when I was a little bit younger than when I am now. <laughs> I was, you know, like I'm just thinking like my first year in college when I had a boyfriend who I was just chasing after and chasing after. You know what I mean? It's just a bad situation. And people around you, like my friends, my family, people who love and support me, who celebrated every, you know, goal I had, who saw who saw me. And I say saw me that they recognized the person that I am. Everything that I wanted this person to see in me, they saw in me. Don't neglect those people. Those are the main people you have to encourage you and, and lift you up. If you're going to spend any time on anything, spend time with them. Spend time talking to them. Moving on, and, and we're going to uh, go into that uh, next about embracing change. Moving on is all is a fresh start. That's always how I see things. You always get you get a chance to start over to recreate yourself. You're, and that's another thing that I want you guys to learn. You can at any moment in time have the opportunity to recreate yourself. You do not have to live by someone else's approval or how they feel like you should be or how you should look. At any moment, you can recreate yourself. Don't spend time feeling bad for all the time you wasted. Don't spend time, you know, feeling sad and feeling sorry for yourself because you didn't do this soon enough. You didn't do that. You, you, if you had, you know, you say your thing, but if I did this one time ago, I'd be this, I'd be right here right now. And if, if you have the state of mind to get up and do it right now, that's the most important thing is, is the fact that you got it. That's what's most important. You have the, that you're ready to make that change right then and now. And I feel like most of the time, you know, uh, have things at each moment because of the person that we was, our state of mind, our, our outlook, our perspective on life. All these things are going to come with growth. So everything happens in perfect timing. Believe that. Next thing I want to talk about, you know, uh, after, you know, you move on and don't waste time feeling yourself is embrace change. Welcome change. Change, I feel, is scary. It's something comforting about the, the, the day in and day out grind of doing the same thing because you know what's coming. You feel comfortable. You know, you, it's, it's security. You ever heard the saying, like, we are creatures of habit, and I, I believe that this is true. It is a little comforting for most to know, you know, what to expect at the end of each day or each day. You know, you go to work, you go home, you go to school, get the same, you know, same routine going every day. So we don't follow through on new opportunities because, I'm sorry, new opportunities because the unknown scares some of us. You ever been frustrated with uh, someone because they had opportunity and they, they didn't go to it because they, they just put it off? You know what I mean? It's like, why didn't you, you know, you're like, why didn't you do it? You know, you had the opportunity, you could have did it, but they got scared and they chickened out. Because change scares some of us. It does. It, 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 used, to, it used to scare me. The kick in the pants for me is like, I'm not comfortable now. 
I can't settle for this. So I embrace change. I I embrace the way things move forward or move to the side or, or move back. Rather, change happens slowly or fast or suddenly or, or you just, you know that within a few weeks ahead of time, you know, you've been warned that this is going to be a shift in whatever. It's like a it's like a new beginning. That's what change is to me. It's a brand new beginning to start over to a chance to recreate yourself and and or learn or just how and or learn just how strong you are. Sometimes we can't see it in the moment, but it's but it's for the bettering of ourselves. Let me give an example um, in, from my friend Anthony. I remember uh, my friend Anthony. He's married. And his spouse lost her job, right? Spouse lost her job. And at the time, she was the breadwinner. She's making a certain amount of money. He got comfortable to a certain, you know, a certain lifestyle, a certain income. And he just bought a brand new, this was last year, actually. He bought a brand new 2017 car. I remember he uh, he showed it to me. He was so happy. I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, good for you. I'm so proud of you. I'm happy for you. There's a car looking nice. Um, and then, so like I said, stuff lost her job. And they have to cut back. They have to save. And it was very hard for him because, like I said, he was already used to a certain type of lifestyle. He was already used, you know, to having this type of money, this type of security. And he was a little frustrated and he was a little nervous, you know what I mean? And then um, and he said to me, you know, I say like maybe a few months after this happened, he said to me, he said, one thing this has taught me is to save money. He said, you know, you you gotta have something to fall back on. He said, I, I said that's one thing that this situation has taught me, you know, because he was living in comfort and you know, like I said, every day the same thing. Like, not, you know, he wasn't expecting that change to happen so suddenly. And the reason why I tell this story is because his perspective on the new change in his life was humbling and expiring. Instead of being negative and, and being upset and you know focusing on what he lost and what he didn't have. He just, he was focusing on what he's learned, what the situation has taught him, what the situation has brought him. You know, um, you know, he was, he was hopeful. And it brings me back to how powerful your thoughts and your vibes are. You know, and, and, and I don't think we understand how powerful, like, our our perspective, our our thoughts, and our vibes, and our energy are in in our lives. And I feel like you know, you know, the saying, uh, "Good things come to those who wait." I feel like that is so true. It does, because you know, now I uh, now that his uh, his wife, his spouse, has a a brand new job, making the same money again. You know, right now his focus is the lessons he's learned. You know, he's telling me about how he saves this much money now and how he does this now. He stopped doing things that he doesn't, you know, spending money on things that are completely unnecessary, you know. He's more grateful as well. As well, he is more grateful to be in the position that he is now. And I think that that's one of the most powerful things, that I, and it really inspired me and touched me. And I never, I never, ever told him this, but, just listen to him say that because most people will feel defeated. They'll feel like they lost. They'll be embarrassed. You know what I mean? 
And I know, and I say that because I know most people, and most people are, are like that. You know what I mean? They're so focused on what they lost. They get angry, they get upset, they're mad at the world. But he said to me, he said, well, this has taught me. He was so humbled and and accepting of the new change in his life, even though in, in his mind, you know, it wasn't for him. But I think that's part of life, of, of growing. It was part of his growth. He learned from the situation, and he never he he didn't give up. He was hopeful. He was calm. At, at times, it, it was frustrating. At times, it was hard for him. That was very true. But now he's back in a position, you know, that he can be proud of with his spouse. And I think that is beautiful. And I, I know that's where you know, for some people to feel like the woman being a breadwinner, but they have a beautiful thing and they're happy. They've been married, I believe. I want to say almost 20 years, you know what I mean? They have so much respect for each other, and he has so much respect for her, and I can just respect that. Change is inevitable, and it's important that, that we embrace it and we grow from it. Always growing. Try try new things in life. Live without fear or the, or the fear of change. Live without the fear of change. Yeah, but you will have a, a better outlook on life. When you learn to accept it. Um sorry guys. Anyway. I wanna uh play this clip for you guys that um talking about just letting go of the fear of change and, and the clip was so important to me it features uh Will Smith and the second speaker at the second part of the video. I am not a hundred percent sure What's his name? I tried looking him up like over and over again because the speech is so powerful that it literally brought me to tears. I started crying. Like it was so empowering because I'm going to give you one part of the clip is when he talks about letting go of grudges because it is an energy block. Letting go because it instills bitterness inside you. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because the first line, the first line of the post I was telling you about when she said, stop feeling sorry for yourself and move on. It is so necessary at times. It's so necessary at times that, that we do this. It's only the for the bettering of us. This, like you are in complete control of your happiness and your future. You are in complete control of how your life pans out. Um, one quote that uh, my auntie said to me, and it was so powerful, and, uh, and I, I like to think about this when I get a little lost or try to seek things from external sources. She said, stop trying to find yourself and create yourself. People are always going to have different opinions on you, but what's most important is how you view you and who you want to be. That is the most important thing. All right, guys, I'm going to play the clip. Here we go. There will be days where you will ask yourself, where is all this going? What is the purpose? What is my purpose? In high school, I thought I'd discover my life's purpose when I could answer that age-old question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Nope. In college, I thought I would discover it when I could answer, what's your major? Not quite. I thought that maybe I'd discover it when I found a good job. Then I thought I just needed to get a few promotions. That didn't work either. I kept convincing myself that it was just over the horizon 
around the next corner. Nothing worked, and it was really tearing me apart. Part of me kept pushing ahead to the next achievement, and the other part kept asking, is this all there is? I've often said that I wished people could realize all their dreams and wealth and fame and so that they could see that it's not where you're going to find your sense of completion. I realized one night in L.A. that the purpose of my life had always been to free people from concern. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. When you work towards something greater than yourself, you find meaning, you find purpose. When you keep people at the center of what you do, it can have an enormous impact. All life is interrelated. We are all bound together into a single garment of destiny. But under the sky, under the heaven, man, there is but one family. It just so happened, man, that people are different. That's the only thing that's important, really. Letting each other know we're here. Reminding each other that we're part of a larger self. Deep inside of you lives a hero who wants to do something great with your life, who wants to inspire other people, who wants to do creative work, who wants to change the world. Maybe you're so numbed out that you've forgotten who you truly are. The fact that you are alive today means there is a mighty call on your life to do something with the rest of your life. When you're convinced that your cause is right, have the courage to take a stand. Use your minds and hands and your hearts to build something bigger than yourselves. If you see a problem or an injustice, recognize that no one will fix it but you. A change in the world that seems so clear that you are sure someone else is going to do it. But they're not. You will. Ideas don't come out fully formed. They only become clear as you work on them. You just have to get started. How will you serve the world? What do they need that your talent can provide? That's all you have to figure out. I want to do good. I want the world to be better because I was here. I want my life, I want my, my work, I want it to mean something. If you are not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. When you wake up in the morning and your life means something to somebody other than you, that you have a purpose, if you don't go do the things that you're going to do, people's lives will suffer. To live in service, not to you, but to live in service to humanity, to live in service to your family, to your church, to your city, to your country, to the world, that is the purest form of joy. Tear down that mirror that makes you always look at yourself, and you will be able to look beyond that mirror, and you will see the millions of people that need your help. Reaching out and helping people will bring you more satisfaction than anything else you've ever done. Measure your impact on humanity not in lives, but in the lives you touch.
not in popularity, but in the people you serve. There is so much out there conspiring to make you cynical. People will try to convince you that you should keep your empathy out of your career. Don't let that noise knock you off course. I found that my life got bigger when I stopped caring what other people thought about me. Yours will too. Stay focused on what really matters. When I look around, I always learn something, and that is to be always yourself and to express yourself, to have faith in yourself, to express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself, and to express myself honestly. That, my friend, is very hard to do. Everything you gain in life will rot and fall apart, and all that will be left of you is what was in your heart. Don't let anything stand in the way of the light that shines through this form. Risk being seen in all of your glory. You are ready and able to do beautiful things in this world. You will only ever have two choices, love or fear. Choose love and don't ever let fear turn you against your playful heart. Many things can contribute to our not approving our dreams, our not feeling good enough. A lot of things can contribute to that. Many of us never live up to our potential or don't approve ourselves because we never had anybody to believe in us. Looking at some of the things that keep us from approving ourselves, that we've all done some things that we don't feel good about. Things that if we had to do those things over again, we would not do those things, or we would do things differently. So part of what we must do in order to begin to move into your greatness, you got to remove a major energy block, and that is dealing with the issue of forgiveness. People that have hurt you, someone who's done you wrong, make a list and things that you have done that you, you feel bad about, that you regret, make a list. Maybe a time when you weren't a good father or a good mother or a good brother or sister or you, you were a bad child or you didn't do a good job or you lied or you were dishonest or you stole. No one knows this but you or something you feel good about, so you know, I was a real dog in me to do that. Something you just really regret. So we make a list of all those things. All of us have some of that. Somebody say there's some good in the worst of us and some bad in the best of us. So none of us escape. Now here's something I want you to do. I want you to become involved in an active process to get some clutter out of your life. So if there's any area in your life that you need to clean up, there's some people who's cluttering up your life. They serve no purpose whatsoever. They're just holding and occupying the space that somebody useful, positive, nurturing, and contributing could be holding that space. You don't even have time to look to see what else is out there because you all have all of these people surrounding you that's not in enabling you to grow. So look at what is it I need to get out of my life. Just start cleaning this stuff out. See, whatever you have in your environment is a reflection of your consciousness. So you got all that chaos there. That represents some disorganized, cluttered section of your mind. So let's get all that out of there, all right? Work to get that out, clean that up. Anybody that you feel very strongly about, have some negative feelings about, let's look at some good reasons to forgive them. Number one, you must try and see what has happened or see things from that other person's point of view. 
Let's look at it from their point of view. That's, that's one area. That's number one. Then number two, holding a grudge hurts you. It doesn't hurt them. So just for good health and peace of mind, let it go. Any feeling of resentment or anger or hatred is called to me the load of bitterness within. Every thought that we entertain produces a chemical in our brain that impacts the body's immune system. And besides, this person you are hating, they probably are not even aware of it. Don't even know you're really hating them. You've turned up the steam. Gone from dislike to hate, intense hate. And here you are killing yourself, making yourself vulnerable to various types of illnesses, putting yourself in bad health. And I say that person is not worth your sacrificing your health or one minute of peace of mind. One minute of anger robs you of 60 seconds of happiness. So decide it doesn't matter. Let it go and experience the dignity and the magnanimous sense of character of being big enough to move on and get on with your life. Letting it go so you can grow. See, we, all of us have greatness within us. But when you don't come to grips with your greatness and you don't work to develop it, if you're not seeking it out, if you're not finding where it is, if you're not trying to locate it, if you're not experimenting with your life to try and find out what fits for you, I'm saying that you're positioning yourself to be a miserable person, an unfulfilled person. How else do we do it? Procrastination. We just put things off over and over and over again. Why? Because we haven't accepted it. We don't feel deserving. We don't feel that we're good enough. So we sabotage ourselves by not ever taking care of business. We get real busy doing a lot of things where we don't have any time. We start doing so many things, we just give our time away until we don't have any time for ourselves or any time to do the things that we want to do. And every time you put it off and move it back, oh, I'll do it one day, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I'm saying to you that one day you look around and there goes a year, there goes two years, there goes three years. So is there something you want to do? Do it now. Do it right now. Don't put it off. Start right now where you are. There will never be a perfect ideal time. Whatever you have going for you right now, that's enough. Work on that idea. Work on it. Work on it. Work on it. Watch out with the relationships you have. What kind of person are you becoming because of the relationships that you have right now? Do those people contribute to you? Do they help you grow and develop yourself? What kind of person are you becoming? People who have not accepted greatness for themselves, these people don't study, ladies and gentlemen. These people don't study. They don't have time for personal growth and development. They don't have time to work on their minds. No, they don't have time for that. Too busy for that. To determine the height of your self-approval, it's important that you evaluate yourself because you know you quite well, but it's almost impossible to do it totally by yourself. You must get some caring feedback. Find somebody close enough to you that has observed you or been around you that you value their opinion and ask them how do they see you? How do they rate you in terms of your self-esteem? And then compare what you have with what they say. See, there are things many times that people can see in us that we can't see because it's a blind spot. When someone pays you a compliment, can you handle it well? Can you handle compliments well? That's a good barometer about your self-esteem. Can you handle criticism well? Can you give criticism? What are your expectations 
What do you expect to get from life? What do you expect to get from your business? What do you expect to get from your relationships? What is your ideal day? What is it that you expect from this experience, this trip, this journey that you're involved in? People that, that have a strong sense of self-approval, they have high expectations for themselves and from life and from others. See, a lot of people don't expect much from life. So they don't shoot for much. They're not preparing for much. A lot of people are just showing up in life. A lot of people just get up in the morning and they go through the day, they go to the job just to pull a check down watching the clock coming in. So you want to be a different kind of person as you forward your life. You want to get something out of this. If you're going to do it, it's worth your time, your energy. You've got some expectations from this. So examine your expectations versus your wishes. Some people wish they could do better. But some people expect to do better. Where are you on that? And love yourself. Make caring for you the highest priority in your life. Take care of you. Look out for what truly satisfies you. We're not taught to love ourselves. We're not taught to look out for ourselves. We're not taught to take care of ourselves, to become sensitive to our wants, to our needs, our, our desires. So make a conscious effort. Make you number one priority. Your peace of mind, your health is more important than your family and any and everybody. Because if you don't have peace of mind, if you don't have your health, you can't serve anybody. Don't neglect yourself. A lot of us, and particularly ladies, have been groomed to be sacrificial lambs, putting their dreams on the back burner in deference to their children's dreams or their husband's dreams or their family's dreams. And forget about themselves. Then become resentful and angry and bitter. So start taking care of yourself, looking out for you. Develop a health plan. Your health is all you got. So start taking care of you, eating nutritious meals, willing to exercise your body, taking care of this body, loving yourself. So do some good stuff for yourself on purpose. Take some time out for you. You can't develop and manifest your greatness. You can't be a high achiever if you don't feel good. You don't take care of yourself. It takes the edge off your life. It helps you to manage things rather than allowing them to manage you gives you more personal power to deal with stuff. Take care of you. Now here's something else I suggest for you. Become aware of what your needs are and develop compassion towards yourself despite your human defects. Develop compassion for yourself despite your human defects. You will never be perfect. Hello? You will never be perfect. You're human. You've made a lot of mistakes. You've done a lot of dumb, stupid things. Guess what? You're not through yet. You've got to learn to be gentle with yourself. Make it all right. What you don't know, the mistakes that you make. It's okay. Handle it. Learn from the experience. Decide that you are going to whatever you become involved in to be upfront, to be true to yourself. Are you getting what you need out of it? And be upfront with people and tell them what you need from them. Don't assume that they know.
Don't say, I thought you knew. No, tell people up front, here's what I need from this in order for this to work for me. Be up front with your stuff. Tell them up front so they're not surprised later on. So your feelings aren't hurt later on. See, if they tell you up front they can't do it, now you know you can keep on stepping. But tell people up front, here's what I want. In order for me to play this game with you, if we're going to dance, this is what i got to get out of it. See, if you don't take care of your needs, guess what? You will always have that nagging song in the back of your mind say, well, when do I get mine? See, we're taught to be quiet and not speak up for ourselves and not to be selfish. If you don't take care of you, who do you think is going to take care of you? Who's going to look out for you better than you will? No one. No one's going to do that. You got a business? No one's going to take care of your business better than you. Nobody, nobody. Anything you want to do in life, you've got to take ownership of it and say, hey, I'm going to make this happen. Be willing to venture out and do something that you have fantasized about doing. And you know you probably won't be good at it, but do it anyhow. Hey, guys. It's Keith. Uh, I'm back. Um, I love that clip. And I had to play it. And I'm sorry that it was so long. I only wanted the second half with the man at the end talking. And I searched the Internet high and low for that clip. I tried, you know, taking sections of the speech and putting it online and see if Google could match it to a video and a clip or even just a man's name or something. I couldn't find it. But that video was so inspiring to me. Uh, well, that the clip was so inspiring to me. It really was. Everything she says in that video was, okay, so Joey just told me who it is. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. It's Les Brown. So I'm going to find some more of his videos. I cannot find it. I, I searched for a little bit. Um, everything he said in the video was so empowering to me at, at the time. And actually, this was a video a few days ago for the first time. At the time, I was in a, a very negative state of mind. I was upset with someone. And I told myself, you can just get a clip. I said, you got to let this go. And I don't know why I was having such a hard time, and I saw that I started crying. And it was just letting go and moving on was only for the bettering of myself. Waking up with that energy, that animosity, that just, it was an energy block for me. That's all that it was. It was, it was distracting me. That's all that it was. It was wasting my own time. So I wanted to play that in, you know, hopefully you guys will take from it the same thing I take from it. The next thing that I want to talk about, I'm going to jump right into you, is a huge part of being happy is not wasting time and energy on things you cannot control. As I just said, putting your happiness into things you cannot control is dangerous and it's foolish, and we have to take responsibility for our own happiness. This is a this is an example that I want to give. It's really small, but... It still had the same impact. Uh, I had a friend one time who was at work. He said, I need you to cover for me. Um, I want to go and uh, buy these pants. Uh, this, I think it's like athlete or some, some athletic gear place that he really, really wanted. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you because it was just really small. I didn't really care too much about it. I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. It's going to take him a few minutes, and he just really wanted the pants. And he was super excited. He came to me. He was like, all right, I'm about to go. I need you to uh, cover for me. I was like, all right, I got you. 
he goes in the bathroom, he comes out like two minutes later. I'm like, damn, you got it that quick? He goes, it sold out that fast. Like within two minutes of it going online, it sold out, and he didn't get a chance to get it. And he was just disappointed the whole day. I know you might think, oh, that's Teddy from the Disappointed About the Pants, but he, what he did was set his expectation on his happiness for the rest of the day was him getting those pants. That's why he was upset. In his mind, he knows that's something to dwell over or feel, or feel upset over, but he set his expectations the whole day on that. And that's what I call getting your happiness in the hands of an external source, things that you cannot control. He cannot control that they went up and went down that quick. He cannot control that that side is that popular. These are things he has no control over. It would have been nice to have them, but because he stuck his whole day on that and that making his day and, and getting those pants, he disappointed himself. Now, I want to make this clear because I said this is a, a small example, but no matter what the situation is, it has the same impact on you when you do that. And, I want, and, you, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us think back to times of where we've done that. You wanted to go to, let's say, uh, your favorite restaurant or in, um, get your food and say, oh, they're sold out. Now you're disappointed. <laughs> now, no matter what you get, you're going. You're still going to be disappointed because this, they just didn't have your favorite dish that day, or that it sold out, or they ran out of this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? So stop wasting your time and energy on things you can't control. What I mean by that is things that are within your control, things that you can actively uh, do to make yourself happy and do for yourself. Do that. You can get up each day and make yourself a nutritious breakfast. You can get up each day and you can work out. You can get up each day and work towards and fight towards your goals. These are things within your control, things that give you a sense of satisfaction and pushing goals, taking care of yourself, calling your mom, checking up on her, seeing how she's doing, you know what I mean, Uh, finishing excitement, finishing things that you really don't feel like doing but not putting it off. Waking up, like she said, and taking care of yourself. That is the, your biggest responsibility is to yourself. No one else has that same responsibility like you do. Not even your own mom. And I know some of us feel like she does, but your mom has the same responsibility to herself, and you as an adult have the same responsibility to yourself. And don't underestimate the power you have over your own happiness. I used to do this. I used to be a type of person. I used to be the type of person who I felt like life was just happening to me for a very long time. You know what I mean? So I just said, if things work out this way, you know what I mean? I'm just like, that's the way it's supposed to be. I just just let it happen to me. Someone hurts me. I let it happen to me. Someone makes a fool of me. I just let it happen to me. You have so much control over your own happiness. I think that's really when we start to receive our biggest blessings and biggest opportunities and our best challenges in life that we have to face is when we learn that it's in our hands. We stop pitting out this energy of entitlement of, how someone's supposed to treat us and what we're supposed to have, you know, it's more of what can I do for myself? That's how I start to think about things. So if I have an exam and I 
and I and I and I study. I don't study as much as I know I should have studied because this might be a difficult subject and I get a B. I studied for a B. Or I get a C because I, didn't, I, I study a little bit. Or I get a D or an F because I barely opened that book or I just winged it. That's what I studied for. I get back exactly what I put out. If it's in, if things that are in your control are the, are, the, are the things you need to master. Those are the things you need to master. Those are the things you need to work at and and, and be a part of and, and take pride in. Not things you cannot. Everyone is a higher human beings outside of you with different goals and ambitions and aspirations and timelines than you. Everyone. So the the, the main responsibility people have is to themselves. When I'm I'm speaking as, as a part of when it comes to making yourself happy. Now I'm not saying that you can't make other types of people can't make you happier, but I'm saying the sole responsibility to your happiness is you. I don't want any confusion on that when I say that because at the same time it's so important that we are kind to each other. We are there for each other when we need it at our lowest. We do help each other. But a person in a, in that state of mind who understands themselves and their energy, who, who, who are in the vortex of, letting their energy flow blissfully and who are not negative, not holding grudges, not being bitter, who have who got up every day and did the work. Those are the best people. You Then you are in the best position to help others. There's nothing wrong with being selfish because you can't, you cannot. And it's not, it's not, there's nothing to feel, feel bad about in that. We are exactly where we are supposed to be. Things happen at the exact time it is meant to happen. Sometimes we get frustrated and we, when we don't get or have certain things or situations at the exact moment that we want them. Don't get frustrated. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. He didn't get it. You know, you know I teach him to put so much stock on his day and to get him. Just go with the flow. You didn't get him, on to the next. It's not the end of the world. He knows that. You know, I just want to make that clear. He's not, a, he's not petty. <laughs> he's my friend. You know, um, sometimes we don't even even realize that it's it's a huge part of our growth within for certain things to happen. You know, all that glitters good on the outside might not be right for us. And when I say that, it's like sometimes maybe it's a job interview or some situation or even just someone you you were texting you got excited about, and then all of a sudden they just not talking to you no, no more, and we get upset because. In our minds, we think that's what's right for us, but it actually might not be. The universe responds to you, they know that ain't it. And if something better is going to come along, the perfect fit is going to come come along. I remember this uh, other day, I like this example. This is what I keep telling myself when I say we are exactly where we are supposed to be. I had a, I had a test um, for one of my classes, and most of us failed. I was one of the people who failed it. It was really hard. And she's given us a chance to redo it. So we went over in class and we left and have bought these two water bottles because I like to drink my water throughout the day. I keep water on me. I forgot them in class. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get that because I bought them on campus. On campus, they 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 prices be way high. Two bottles of water for uh three fifty. That's a lot. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my, my, my water. I spent my money on this. You know what I mean? I forgot my water bottle at home. So I went back and got it, and the teacher was like, hey, Shantique, we're about to do an extra study session about everything that's going to be on the test. 
um, do you want to stay? And I, I literally was about to go and try to study myself, but the professor was offering her time, her extra time after class to help us. And I just thought about that. I know that might seem small to others, but to me, I, I felt like it was a reason I left my water in the class because it was, it's important to me that I passed. It's important to me because, you know, getting back in school to me is a brand new challenge with everything else that I'm trying to get done in my life, you know. So it was important to me that I passed. So I don't think it was by mistake. I think everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to happen. I retook the test, and I never got my grade back, but I felt like I did much better. And I, I know that because I answered the questions with ease, and, I, and I, I completely understood what was being asked and what the, the point of it was and everything. And I, I think that is, that's something, so I keep telling myself that sometimes, you know, I, I'm patient. I go with the flow, you know. I'm focused on what I can control. I'm focused on what makes me happy. My goals are never um, confused or set to the side. I, I don't waste my own time and energy. I'm sorry for myself anymore as I used to, and I don't waste my, my time and energy on things that are out of my control. Um, I've seen this, this uh, quote in this video, and someone said, your life is like a book and you are the main character. Act like it. She said, you are a king and a queen in your own life. And this is so true. We are exactly where we were supposed to be, and things happen at the exact time they are meant to happen. And I still believe that. I mean, I, I do believe that. To me, that was the truth. That was the, uh, the exact truth. And I, I mean, if I get the thing back, I mean, my, my quiz back, and I was telling me to go back on there, I tell you, it's okay. So I think I did. Another thing that I want to talk about that uh, he goes over in the uh, in the video is uh, be kind, uh, be fair, and unafraid to speak up. I wake up some days and I say to myself, no complaining today. If I feel like I did too much complaining that, uh, the day before. I, complaining bothers me. It does. It bothers me when I complain. I don't like how it feels. I just, so I wake up some days and I say, no complaining. No complaining today, no matter what. We're not going to complain. No getting over aggravated over small and petty things, things that won't matter to me in the next 15 minutes, the next day, the next week. I, I, like if somebody has to mention it to me, I probably won't even remember. Don't turn nothing into something. Sometimes we create our own, our own conflicts. Sometimes things that are absolutely nothing, we just turn them into something. You know what I mean? One of them, I think, one of the most important things that we can do is be is be kind to each other. Put out kindness towards one another. You know, just because it is important to do so, I think that's a that's a huge impact that we can have on each other is showing each other kindness. You know, sometimes I I might even be a little annoyed at the moment, or you know, have a situation that I'm dealing with, and. I always say to myself when someone comes just in a pleasant and joyful mood, even though I might not move, sorry, even though I might not at the time be in that state, you know what I mean? I still smile back. I'm still joyful back. And I tell myself in that moment with them because usually what happens is their energy comes on to me. 
And I can think of plenty of times in my head right now where that has happened, where I interacted with people where I wasn't in the best state of mind and just have shared a laugh with them. Just their kindness just came into me. Completely changed my mood, shifted it. I don't have an attitude and just put that back out because whatever I'm going through is not their problem. They didn't do it. You know what I mean? I don't want to insert that onto them, you know? And also, it's, it's important as well, if, if you're feeling that way, don't isolate yourself. Get around people that make you feel good. Do things that take your mind off of it and make you feel good, you know, that you can focus on. And be fair. Be fair. Be fair. Do the right thing in every situation that is necessary. We want others to be fair to us when we we feel like we're, we did this and that should come back. Be fair. Do the right thing in, in each situation. You know what I mean? Don't be overly selfish to the point where you will um, I think of the right word um, cut someone else short of of you know what they are fairly compensated or, or, sh- or should have. Be fair. Right is right. Take what's coming to you. You know what I mean? And be unafraid to speak up. A lot of times when situations happen or, you know, whatever, we want someone we want someone to speak up for us. But at the same time, we have to be willing to speak up for others. Also, we have to be willing to speak up for what's right and what's just. Be unafraid. Don't be afraid of public opinion. Don't be afraid of conflict when it comes to speaking your mind. And you know in your heart right is right and wrong is wrong. And you know in your heart that how you, when you feel so strongly about someone, or how someone is treating you or mistreating you, speak up. And that's something that I had to slowly learn. I used to be so afraid. I used to keep a lot of things. I, I think most of us probably did with that. I don't know. I wouldn't say all people who've been outspoken their whole life, but some of us, I have to be one of those people. And I used to be just so afraid of the backlash that I would get. When I know something is wrong, something being said or done is wrong or not being done fairly, or just, you know what I mean, I have, I have to speak up, I have to speak my mind, right? even if it was being done to me. I became so, like, I really feel like I became so, like, immune and numb to, like, to it now that I feel like I almost don't have a filter because I'm just, I'm going to say something. I don't care if you don't like me because of it. If you don't like me because of something, but I've never, I'm not a disrespectful person. I always speak my mind in the most neutral way possible. And I'm, I speak to you like an adult. So if you're upset, you know, you're upset because I'm challenging what you're saying, what you're doing, because, or I'm making you feel like you're wrong. I'm always open to people, you know, telling me about myself and telling me, um, you know, what's right and what's right. No, everybody, you be afraid of speaking to me because I'm not perfect and no one else perfect. But I'm one thing I will say, never be afraid to speak up. Never be afraid to speak, no matter who it is. Sometimes we're afraid, afraid to challenge people because of a certain position that they're in or because we feel like we want something from them. Um, I'm not that type of person. I'm never afraid to, you know, I, I, mean, I appreciate learning and growing. I appreciate, you know, people expressing their perspective and point of view to me. Um, I, I I really do. And I, I like having, you know, dialogues like that where we can challenge each other and open each other's minds up to something new that you didn't even know, you know. Um, sometimes 
because what we how we feel is just because it might be a bias. It might be a little bit biased because we're only viewing it from our our eyes, our perspective. And uh, someone can open your mind and your heart to by showing you their perspective. So I never, I never, I'm, I just appreciate that. Sorry, I'm saying that right. I really appreciate that. And that's always just my goal after that, you know, and my goal after doing it in an arrogant way, a boastful way, you know what I mean? But I'm going to, you know, speak up and, and be heard. I'm never going to just fade into the background and let things just happen or let things just be said that are just flat out wrong or unnecessary. <laughs> And the next thing we're going to talk about is taking calculated risks. One of the best quotes I heard um, on this video that I came across on Facebook, this man said, he said, every day I want you to train and practice and perfect your skill and your talent because it is better to be prepared for opportunity and not have one, then have an opportunity and not be prepared. On days, I call them low days. On days when you just, you know, you feel like uh, nothing's happening, you know, it's, it's kind of feeling kind of stagnant, like you're not really moving. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep working. Keep working. Keep at it. And that's something I, I, I had to learn myself. You know, my, my, uh, someone I used to be friends with actually told me that. She said, uh, I was telling her about you know, just I was just, was just talking. I was just telling her my goals and everything that I wanted out of my life and everything that I want to, to fight for. And she said, well, this is what you should do. You should, every day you should write. Don't ever stop writing. You should, you should start writing and do more research, you know. And when she said that, I just, you know, I'm like, oh, girl, whatever you know she talk about. Like, that is, that's not a point. But when an opportunity is presented to you, had opportunity presented to me, had to turn it down. But I'm like, I'm not prepared for that. I can't do that. That's literally what happened to me. I didn't feel like that. I just, you know, clearly declined. But in my mind, I'm just like, I'm not prepared. Like, it just put me on the spot. But the person offered me this opportunity based off, you know, me telling them what, you know, actually, so she told them, what's her question? She told them what I wanted to do. And the, the, the lady got in contact with me and had to turn it down because I was not prepared. You never know, like, how things are going to shift or how they're going to happen. And at the moment, you might not have the opportunity. But that does not mean the opportunity will not come. It will not be presented to you. For me, it was a wake-up call. Sometimes, you know, words aren't enough. Actions and, and uh, experiences have to happen. So you can tell someone over and over again, but sometimes you just got to let the world show them. Because as long as you are disciplined in your craft, there is going to be an opportunity in the in the right time that will show up. Overcome the fear of the unknown and, and the fear of losing approval. Be prepared. Research. Do your homework. Anything that you want is achievable. Just out of just being realistic, it is completely achievable. Is going to be a lot of Things are not just going to just magically fall into place. The risk for change and the risk for a sense of accomplishment and the risk for satisfaction and the risk of failure, which is really the same thing as a risk of opportunity to learn and to grow. That's another thing. Sometimes we're afraid to take risks because we're afraid to fail. 
this was my, my biggest thing, and, and it's still one of my biggest things, is I'm afraid of throwing in sometimes, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't want that sense of embarrassment. But I have to keep learning as I do fail, as I do do not do things with the the way, and they don't pan out the way exactly the way I want it, I learn from them. But that is true, the way to learn and do it right. I was watching this video, and this, man, I think I think a lot of times things come, come to me that, because I think sometimes the universe is trying to send me a message. I think the universe is really sending me a message when I have questions that I can't answer and I don't ask anyone else. This little girl was, um, if you don't see on Facebook, this little girl, she had a stool in front of her. I don't know if you guys seen it because I didn't share it. And she was continuing to jump on the stool, continuing to jump on the stool, right? And she kept falling. She kept falling, and, and, and honestly, watching it, watching her continue to attempt and fail um, was um, made me a little uncomfortable because she was kind of getting the fall just a little too hard for comfort for me. But she kept getting back up, and she kept getting back on the stool. But when she finally made it, I knew she was going to make it because she paused just a, a second longer, a few seconds longer, and she was just so focused. And then she leaped on the stool. Uh, I think her dad was trying to be a gymnast. She had to see the video. But she leaped on the stool, and she finally made it. It was a high jump. The stool was, like, probably at her neck. That's how high it was. Little girl, she probably could have been, like, probably, like, six or seven. She was pretty short. She was pretty small. And I remember she, she she jumped on the stool and she finally made it. She had the perfect landing. She her legs were still they were together and she hopped up and she immediately threw her hands in the air. And it made me feel good. It's like then she finally made it. Her dad came over and like picked her up and, and, and hugged her because she finally made it. But it was just that determination in that little girl. She had a goal she set her eyes on. She knew exactly what she was trying to do. And now most people would have got hurt and didn't want to do it anymore. And it was so crazy, man. It was it just like watching that was so, to me, it was very inspiring to her do that because she continued to fail. She continued to fall. She had her uh, her dad in the room watching her fall and fail. You know what I mean? So someone there just watching her as she continued to fail, but she, she didn't give up. She had, I mean, if you've seen the end of the video, she was so focused. She knew exactly what she was capable of. She didn't let each fail attempt, each fall, break her down, and, and make her want to stop and give up. She knew she could do it, and she kept doing it until she got it. And I, I, that's one thing that I think is very important about taking calculated risks is that don't just expect to just get it the first time. Learn from your mistakes. Do better. You know, keep practicing. And, and me, I'm, I'm still learning that because it is it's a huge fear to, to take risks. It is. It's sad, but it's true. And I'm forcing myself to be uncomfortable. I'm forcing myself to take a chance on myself because one thing that you will do is you will learn from it. Try to learn from it. Don't just let it happen. Learn from it. Because a failure does not mean the end. It's not just the end of you. You do not fail and then you just die. There's more days to come. There's more chances. There's more opportunities. And you have to, have to keep at it. No matter how, no matter what your goal is, no matter if it's too big to others or too small to some, it's all important because you know exactly what is within you, what you're capable of, and what you can do, and what you have. I don't know what your what your goals and aspirations are, who are, who are listening. I don't know what your talent is, but you do. You know exactly where you need to be, where you're supposed to be, and where you're going. 
that is the most important thing. And, and I can only tell myself the same thing because it is so true. It is so important. And that's one, that's one thing that I'm going to just focus on for the rest of the year is taking risks, making sure that I put in the work so when the opportunity does come, I am prepared. I'm going to be prepared to learn no matter what, whether I succeed or I fail. I'm going to be prepared to learn from it. I'm going to be prepared to grow from it. And I'm not ever going to be pre- – I'm never going to give up. <laughs> I have more time ahead of me. No matter how long it takes, I'm going to appreciate this journey every every step of the way. I'm going to be grateful for my family and my friends, the new, the new experiences, the new stories I'm going to have. You know, I'm not going to be afraid of, of risk. I'm going to live without the fear of risk. That is going to be my goal for the end of the year. thing I want to talk about is celebrate other people's success. Don't resent their success. I, I think we've all been around people who you feel like you've celebrated and were happy for, but, you know, they might not have cheered you on or vice versa, there was opportunity for you to encourage a friend or a family member and an opportunity for you to be happy for them. But because of whatever reason you have within yourself, because you weren't feeling good or you weren't um, succeeding in yourself at the very moment and you didn't give them that. It's like we, we have all, all of us have been on either side of that. And I'm learning that that energy you put out is extremely important. It's extremely important to relationships as well. I have a friend, um, her name is Jenna, I love her. Uh, so, I'm trying to think of what to tell the story. I would say that at the beginning of the year, she was in a very uh, bad situation, bad relationship. I, I talked about her on a previous show. Um, and now she's extremely happy. Like, she's always happy and always smiling. This is just has been consistent lately. She has been on a roll lately. I remember one day she came to me because we work at the same place. She was like, um, she's kind of, we were both kind of low on cash. We both had to take care of uh, some, some things at the same time, and she was like, I need some extra cash. And then $300, $350 uh, came to her, I think, was like within two days, within two days. And she's like, I just don't understand. Like, what's going on? You know, she's just even more happy, even more excited. Now, I, I told her, I said, it's your energy. I said, the universe is always going to respond to what you're putting out. I said, right, yeah, he has been so happy. Every day she talks, she tells me how grateful and how thankful she is. I mean, every day. Like, she has been on cloud nine. She has just been on a ball, on a roll, and I'm so happy for my friend. I am because she smiles so hard. All the time, and this has been a, and this just has been a consistent thing for I think since January or February, you know, since the new change in her life, you know. And I say like, you know, when she's low on money, you know, things happen, and that's I'll take you back to the, my story about Anthony about um, learning from, you know, changes, you know, or when things don't really go the way you're supposed to learn from them. But that's for her. And I told her, the energy you put out, the universe trades out in two days. Like when you're in a flow, your energy is in a good flow, and, and you're in a, in, a, in a vortex of putting, putting out those vibes, and then you think about something that you want, you, what you're doing is manifesting it. 
you're manifesting the things that you need or want to come into your life. I said that's exactly what's happened. That's why you're getting stuff. So you're not really lucky. You're just manifesting these things because your vibe and your energy, the way that is in led out to the universe, is coming right back to you. And that's something that um, that's is important. That's why I feel like celebrate your friends. You can really help them. They'll celebrate you. Celebrate people without, you know, without resenting them. Just be happy for people. It's so important because I'm telling you, when you show up, for, when you don't show up for other people, you not be upset when they don't show up for you. They don't show you. They they give you the same energy you gave them. We have to really encourage each other. Be happy for each other. Like genuinely, sincerely. I mean, it's only going to do you well. It's only going to do you well. It's only going to do your relationships well. You know, I, I honestly, I, 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 just me as a person, I can speak to myself. I've never been a hater. I've never been hating on someone else who's taking care of themselves, getting to the bag. And never, never, I've never been that type. I've always been happy for my friends, you know what I mean? No matter if I didn't have it, anything else that I actually wanted. Because, you know, I know that sometimes things are going to come to me the right way that they are supposed to come to me. That has nothing to do with their success, their achievements, you know, them succeeding in whatever they're succeeding succeeding in. That's not your story. The story is yours. You have to focus on that. So it's important that we do celebrate each other genuinely, like genuinely. I don't mean just because you feel like, oh, you got to. No, genuinely support them, genuinely be happy for them. And you should be. Especially someone who you genuinely care about and genuinely want. You mean, I mean, yeah, or genuinely want. It's important that we are there for each other and look out for each other and inspire one another. That's one of the um, that's one of the most important things that I try to preach preach to people is that we celebrate each other. I have a um, I call her grandma. It's my mom's friend. She's a little older. And I love telling her news because she is a celebrator. She smiles. She gets happy. She hugs you. She high-fives you. Like when she hears something good happening to you. And this is probably one of the most sweetest, one of the most humbling women I have ever met in my life. Um, she's always there to the kind person, one of the most fair people that I feel like this is the example of what I'm talking about today. I remember uh, she had a car that she'd been having for two years. It broke down on her completely, and she she runs her own business. Uh, she I think it's like a, a pet business, and it's a, a cleaning service business. She runs her own business. She has her own personal clients that she's made over the years and built relationships with. One of the clients bought her a brand-new car. I cannot make this up. I remember she pulled up in the car smiling and happy. And, and, and you know, uh, me and a few other coworkers, because we worked with her coworkers, were saying, like, it couldn't have gone to a much better person. So, she, I mean, this woman is, and, and you know, uh, another coworker pointed out to me and said, the, the good thing about that is that she's going to use that car to do good for others. And that was just. It was so true. If you met her, like, you would instantly fall in love with her. She's, she's so sweet. You know, your time is coming exactly when, when it's happening. She's, she's always celebrating others, always celebrating their achievements. She's, if you have something going on, she is there to support it. And I have known this woman since I was 16 years old, 16. If, if there's something 
going on that you she is there to support it. When I first got into college, she went out and she got me this bear. And uh, at the time, because we worked together then, she had everybody to drop to some money in it for me for books. It was like $50, which is not a lot for books, but I was still appreciative of it because, like, she didn't have to do that. But that's just the type of person that she is. She was there to celebrate me. She was there to support me, you know. Um, and she's always been that since I've known her. She's always been that type of person. She's always been a, a celebrator. So I'm just saying, like, you know, you're, you're going to have your time. Just fo- focus on the energy and the vibes that you put out. Your time is going to come at that moment. So when, it, when, it's, when, it's, when it's a moment that's not about you at all, and it's somebody else's moment and their time, be there, show up. Support your friends. Support your family members. Love them and support them. You know what I mean? Because you're only going to get the same in return. And those type of people are rare, and I think it's important that, that we have more of those people, so I encourage you to be one of those people, one of those selfless people, one of those people who is there to celebrate, you know, someone's success, there to celebrate someone's happiness, there to celebrate someone's new sound relationship if it's healthy, someone's new career, someone's new ambition, someone's new goal, someone's weight loss. You know, anything that someone comes to you and they're excited to tell you about, Honestly, be intrigued. Be like uh, when, like Oprah said in the first clip that I paid. It's better to be interested than interesting. Listen to them, celebrate them, be happy with them. Let them have their moment. Sometimes I get excited about things, and I and I love that I have a a crowd of friends and family who I can literally tell them anything I'm excited about, and they're automatically there to celebrate. Maybe that's why I'm like that because I've been around that energy my whole life. You know. So I encourage you to to be that person, the person that you want, the the, the person you want people to be to you. I encourage you to to be with other people. And I just want to go over these things real quick that I I talked about today on today's show because I feel like they're so important. I'm just going to just give you the bullet points, and I want you guys to to keep this in mind from now on. Sorry, hold on. Number one. Move on. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. That is the first thing. Number two, embrace change. Welcome it. Let it happen. Change is ne- change is not really a bad thing. Sometimes you might think it is, but it's not. And time and energy on things you cannot control. That's one that's one of the hugest things about being happy. Be kind, be fair, and unafraid to speak up. And take calculated risks. Take risks. If you if you're seeking change in your life, take risks. If you're seeking growth, if you're seeking more, take calculated risks. And last but not least, celebrate your friends and your people. Celebrate them. All right, guys. So I just got the... I just got the message. Offset is here. Um, I'm about to uh, go out. Offset, you are live. Peace, 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 family. This is Sheila Offset, Miriam Ali, fresh off the plane from Denver to Oakland. What's up, Cali? I'm in your city. Um, Peace, thank you. First, 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 we are going to start with giving gratitude to the most high for blessing this show with Peace being able to um, 
grow and and where she can hold your show down for me if if necessary. So I'm so thankful for team building for sisterhood and for the opportunity to to be a part of of her maturation into her own greatness and for, for Brother Joey. Um, you are on New Evolution Radio, where evolution is revolution, and this is Awake With Offset. We got a little takeover with Teak, and if you do not know, lock it in. Every Sunday, you can be on the show with Brother Joey, and every Friday, join us with Brother Jonah while we get all of our entire being healed and liberated for the betterment of our community. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. Are there people, if you are on the line and you want to get a reading, we are going to be very mindful of time, and we are going to extend the show in two, three hours, just in case, just if it's necessary. If it's not, y'all know who I, how I am. It's okay. And, yeah, I want to pick up, I, I got to hear, like, two minutes of what was happening. Um, so I, I heard calculated risk. Um, I want to talk about... Is it gonna be let me look at my calendar. We are going into Venus retrograde. You guys please excuse the background noise every so often. I'm still in the airport. So I literally stopped to be able to, to finish the show. But let me see what the date. Okay, so we have one more show before Venus retrograde. So I want you guys in this week to research Venus retrograde. And then next week, that will be our topic in ensuring that we're ready because the in two weeks, when we come back, we will actually be in Venus retrograde. So what does this mean? I'm going to give you a quick synopsis, and then I want you guys to not take my word for it, but actually go do the research yourself because it's going to pull us into calculated risk. It's going to pull us into trusting the process. It's going to pull us into knowing that that we're safe no matter what position or, or space we are in in our journey. So first, the planet Venus does not go into retrograde uh, as often as like Mercury retrograde. Whenever you hear retrograde, where you often hear Mercury, and it impacts communication and technology. So Venus is the planet of love, and Venus going into retrograde means that it, it appears to be moving backwards, right, in the in the in the universe. So as it's moving backwards, what happens when we move backwards in our love relationships? Old flames come up, old relationships may happen. You might already be in that energy because the shadow is already here. So maybe someone was popping up on you and somebody was actually um, in a space where you were going to, you're like, why are you even popping up? I didn't even know there was still residual energy, right? So just know that that energy is showing up for a reason, and it's showing up because it's the um, ask of you is to be consistent in your growth. So no, usually it's not to take this person back. Usually it's an opportunity for you to be consistent in what you have already been applying and not be tempted so that you won't have to repeat a lesson. Now, what happens is after Venus gets out of retrograde and we get out of the shadow, you are in this, you're, it's like a, a slingshot. So imagine you put a rock in the slingshot, you're pulling it back, that's Venus going into retrograde, and then you pull it, pull it, pull it for a couple of weeks, then you let it go. And what happens? That rock, it, it 
ripples into the universe far, wide, quick, deep, okay? So after your your retrograde, after Venus comes out of retrograde and we're out of the shadow, be ready for exactly what Sister Peak is talking about, which is that calculation. Be ready to know that you may be in the perfect position to receive the exact love relationship that you want because that relationship is designed and it's already destined for you. So what Venus is doing is is quickly uh, shooting you into that space, into that moment for your journey. So what are I'm not going to go into a couple of things that you can do. I was about to, but I just realized I'm going to do the show about it next week. So that's what's going to happen when the when the planet does go um, retrograde, and then that's when it, what when it, what's going to happen when it goes. Also, it's in retrograde in Scorpio. And Scorpio has very strong spiritual energy. So please make sure it's not, and it's spiritual because it's sexual energy. So please know you might be tempted to go get you a piece. You might be tempted to say, you know what, I'm going to go, yes, this old flame is showing up. It's just physical. It's just to, to get a release. It's just dot, dot, dot. Do not do it, okay? Do not do it. It is for you to be disciplined and get to the second week of December. And you will see, and you'll everything will start to fall into place for you when it comes to the planet love. And when it comes to you, um, it might be money, it might be a relationship, it might be meeting someone, it might be taking your relationship to the next level. And if you're in a relationship, recognize that some things are going to feel shaky if you guys are not conscious of the Venus retrograde. But we'll talk about all of that. When we uh, bring in the bring in bring it in as a topic next week, so I want everybody to research it though and to read it themselves so that we can be as knowledgeable as possible and have any specific questions when it comes to going into this time. So, hey y'all, I'm in Oakland. We're gonna take a quick music break. Let me. Um, try to find somewhere a little bit quieter because I'm literally sitting next to a CTR machine that comes on every couple minutes, but this is supposed to be a quiet area. So, and I'm also going to get some water and be right back. So we'll be right back and we're going to open up those lines for reading.
All right, peace and blessings, and we are back. Instead of Rita, boy, that was, yes, loving it. That's a good Venus retrograde song. Um, so we are going to go to the live. If you are on the line, please press 1, and we will get you in to get a free mini reading. Peek, is there anyone on the line? Yes, uh, area code uh, 615-879. You're almost all set. Hi. Um, how are y'all doing? I was just wanting to see if I get my general reading. Yes, I'm going to, um, again, just reiterate, I'm in the airport, so if it gets loud, please forgive me, and I will actually pause so that the announcements can go on. Okay, no problem. All right, um, first thing that's coming up is um, there's a need for you to travel. You need to unplug. There was something that just happened where it, and it feels like something was from from family um, or someone really, really close to you who you consider family, and you're questioning loyalty right now, like you're questioning faces that you can trust. And not as if, not like, can I trust you with my purse? Like, you're really hesitant or your spirit is longing for you to establish um, uh, trust from others spiritually. And you're growing in a way that is not really understood with the people around you. And so unplugging so that you can recognize that it may not be intentional by then. Uh, but it's necessary for you to find your tribe. So your spirit feels like it's like, I want to honor and recognize and, you know, claim that I love the people who are in my current tribe, but your spirit is actually like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, but your spirit is like, kind of looking for where do you land without without dishonoring and with recognizing that you may have been um, unintentionally hurt because someone doesn't really understand you. And mm-hmm. now you're on a journey where you're, like, able to – you're claiming it and you're all right with it. And you recognize, like, if you don't know, you don't know. And that's what's happening. Um, but people are doing things because of their unwillingness to even learn. And it's and that's what's frustrating because it feels like you're alone. But you, it, it's coming. It's coming. Um, are you in a relationship? Yes. Okay. Um, so... I don't know if you got to hear me talk, and this may be why I even started talking about Venus retrograde because I felt this energy. Um, but if if you didn't hear top of the show, well, the top of me coming onto the show, um, and next week I'm going to go in depth, but your relationship, something is going to brew from the past, and you just need to be patient. You need to just breathe through it and trust that the truth is going to be revealed. You're it feels like you're wondering if you're supposed to be with this person. They're going to show you in the next couple of weeks 
your your assignment in that is to believe it and is to say, all right, I'm going to, if they show you something that you know you don't deserve and you got to get out of it, you have to get out of it. Um, if they show you that they're the one, you have to trust it. So it's it's you doing it's you believing what is revealed to you and not trying to not trying to fit it and make it into something else because of because you may love this person. Yeah, so <laughs> Well, that's it. If you can hear me, that 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 was. Mm-hmm. And how long is normal the the retrograde? How long does that normally last? Um, I believe it goes in on August. I mean, August, October fifth, and I think it's up until like um mid November. But you still have shadow time. So I have been telling people that I'm reading to like just be prepared for the first week of December. Like just. First week of October to the first week of December. It's just, I'm really telling people for sure, don't make any love moves in November. <laughs> like, don't do oh. anything in November. <laughs> so, because um, you 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 just want to give the residual shadow time because shadow is really just residual energy. So we're already feeling it. We're already mm-hmm. experiencing it, but it actually mm-hmm. begins to to retrograde. I believe it's the fifth. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. If you are on the line, go ahead and press one and see if people get you in. Uh, okay, Clem, we don't have anyone else online. Okay, that is okay with me. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has been patient, especially today. Thank you for supporting Peace and holding down the show. Next week, make sure that you are on Bring Your Loved Ones. This is where you want to bring, let people hear what you be listening to and seeing how they respond to it and having some dialogue afterwards with the person that you might be interested in, with the person that you may be wanting to um, have a, have a relationship with or maybe even the person that you know you need to get out of a relationship with because it will still give you the same type of information and clarity. I am your host, Sheila Arsette Mariam Ali. You are on New Evolution Radio where the evolution is the revolution. Revolution is the evolution. You can say it either way, however you want to say it. Brother Joey's show is on every Sunday. Brother Jonah's show is on every single Friday. And we are here every Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same time, same place. We love y'all. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for joining. And next week, Venus Retrograde show. So make sure that you're with us. Peace and blessings, and we will see you next week. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution.